Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for morning Mass, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Moira Lang. Welcome especially to the church, uh, Mark and Robert, and Lorraine and Cathy, and also uh, Donna, Caitlin, Jordan and Hannah, and of course, uh, Shug as well. Welcome especially all of the extended family who are here with us. And of course we welcome their many friends of Moira who are here at church today. Sometimes you hear it said that uh, a person is a great friend and certainly that would be true of Moira for she was a great friend to many all through her life. And today therefore we want to celebrate a life that has brought great joy and happiness uh, to many people, family and friends. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned thoughts and in my words, what I have done and what I have failed to do. My fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever virgin, <coughs> and you, my brothers and sisters, pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Amen. 
O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant Moira, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. first reading is a reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the universe, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was the affliction, great will be the blessings. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out and sparks run through the stubble, so they will be. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy awaits those he has chosen. This is the word of the Lord. to 
from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit, benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No. He not only died for us, he rose from the dead. And there at God's right hand, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked, These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. But I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still, and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. 
If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared a place for you, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Many friends over the course of Moira's short illness sent messages to her to say that they were thinking about her. These same friends, too, were sad to hear that she had lost her battle with the illness. People hoped that she would get well again, that she would regain her strength, and that she would somehow turn the corner. But this wasn't how things were to turn out to be. Her many friends will miss her good humour, her friendship, and her kindness and many of them have known all of this for a lifetime. But the truth, of course, is that real friendship doesn't die even when someone is no longer with us. We still love that person, and they are still our friend. Moira was very brave in the illness, and even in those last days in hospital, was very brave. Flashes of that good humour would appear when the family least expected it. As time went on, there was a sense, though, that she was losing the battle, and in the end she died very peacefully. It was time for her to leave and to make that journey to God at the end, he who has given each of us our life. In the last few weeks and months of her life, she was able to receive Holy Communion and to receive the last sacraments. These things meant everything to her. She was going to God who had always loved her and she was going to meet those that she had loved in this world. She was not afraid. Moira was born on the 31st of March 1944. Her parents, Mary and Bernard Devine. She'd been born in Bells Hill. She was the youngest of three children, the others being Marion and Edwin. She was brought up in what was called the prefabs in the Scottish Specials and Ivy Bank. She was the kind of person who always kept her friends, even from her youth, and Janet, from her youth, would become her bridesmaid at her wedding later on. Her early working life was at Templeton's carpet factory. She would often brag to others who would listen that she had made carpets for royalty. I'm not sure if that was true. (laughs) On a holiday when she was young, she met Alistair, who was to be her future husband. He also was from Cambus Lang. He was a fine man and well remembered here by many in the town itself. They married on the 29th of July, 1963, and were to have sons, Robert and Mark. 
they were the best of parents, and Robert and Mark were to be loving sons to their parents. Close bonds tied them together. As it was to turn out, they were to have their mother well into their own adult life, something that was to be a great blessing for them. Her bright and happy nature was to be a light in their life. Unfortunately, their own father, Alistair, was to pass away in 1993, which was a great sadness for Moira, for the boys and for the family. He was missed by them and continues to be greatly missed. We remember him especially on this day. A great blessing was when the family grew with the addition of Cathy and Lorraine, Mark and Robert's wives, who were close to Moira and also became like daughters to her. And when grandchildren came along, well, that was just the best of things. Donna and Caitlin and Jordan and Hannah. The grandchildren loved their grandmother, her free spirit, her good humour, and her kindness and thoughtfulness to them. They were her pride and joy. They were the apple of her eye. They loved her, and she loved them. She was very close to her nephews and niece, Gerald and Brian and Mary and Graham and their spouses and families, and much loved by them. They thought her to be one in a million type of woman. For many years, uh, Moira worked at the Hoover plant. I think at one time or another, most people in the town have worked in the factory. Moira herself was well known in the factory, having worked there for many years and had made many friends there too. There was a strong social element to the work too. Many of the workers met up afterwards to mix with one another after their shifts and at the weekends. Later in life, she met up and became the partner of Shug. They were great friends and enjoyed one another's company and found much happiness together. They got a chance to take holidays with one another to faraway places, Vegas and Nashville, and to trips to Benidorm. I think that's mostly a place where young people go. She had a very active life uh, swimming as well, uh, each week to aquafit, breaststrokes and backstroke and crawls and diving. For her were no problem. She took to the water like a fish. She was the most social person uh, in her life and had a whole host of friends and people that she knew. People liked her. They liked that twinkle in her eye. They liked that free spirit. They liked that ability that she had to quickly laugh. I don't think that she ever changed from the girl who had grown up in the Ivy Bank. Moira will be greatly missed by her sons and daughters-in-law and grandchildren and Chug and her many friends, for everyone had a great love for her. We always miss those that we love, but our love does not die for them. Life is all too short in the end. In the end, we always want more. 
but there has to be the end. And just as God has given us our life, so he's there at the end, and he never stops loving us and never stops caring for us. Today we commend Moira to that same loving God. He wants nothing more than our good through our life, and especially at the end. Today we are so thankful for the life of Moira, a good and kind and generous life that has meant everything to many people that have known her. May God bless her at her parting from us. Let us turn to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Moira, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and is promised to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Moira, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please join in our offer to him, I, the Lord of sea and sky.
used to stand. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Moira, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. He is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, and the resurrection from the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you and rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Moira, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. We stand. We pray in the words that Jesus has taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you all. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word of my soul.
Be home.
Please stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Just before the final prayers on behalf of the family, I want to say a special word of thanks to everyone who's coming, who came uh, to the Mass today. Uh, A great consolation uh, to the family to see so many friends uh, and, of course, extended family here today. So that will be a great consolation uh, to them. So thanks uh, for coming, everyone. Please join in our final hymn, Walk With Me.
Darkest night and brightest day. 